Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome, thanks for coming. And I'm joined on the panel this week by two fine conveyors of Christmas comedy. It's Ellis James and Matt Lucas. How good is that? (laughs) The season so far has been possibly the most ludicrous ever. Leicester are top, Crystal Palace and Watford are in the top seven and Chelsea are 15th. Definitely a case of the have-nots being better than the haves. Although in the Premier League, have-not is of course a relative term the owner of Leicester City being a Thai businessman worth a mere $2 billion. <laughs> Ellis, we've come a long way since your local self-made businessman took yeah. over the club. It's like Franny Lee uh, made all his money in toilet rolls, didn't he? He, he did. Took over Man City. Is that right? Through yeah. the toilet roll business, whereas yeah. now but even the toilet roll business would not be enough. Yeah, no, I mean, you'd need to sell trillions of toilet rolls for centuries to make <laughs> enough money to buy <laughs> I like the way Leicester you've, City. You've worked that out. Well, well, yeah, you know, yeah. sort of toilet roll guy I am. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the actual season... People always need a poo. They... That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Especially around Christmas time when there's a lot of overeating. No, yeah. I'm a celebrity, I don't do them, but a lot of people... Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people do. You have people who do it for you. I have people who do it for me, yeah. I'm in that that weird middle ground where I do it, but I'm very ashamed of it. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the football for a second. Leicester, let's start with Leicester City. It's a beautiful story, and I and I will say, as an Arsenal fan, it will continue to be a beautiful story until about five games in the end, if they're still top. Yeah. And I'll think, hang on a minute, we can't finish above Man City, Man United, Liverpool, and Chelsea, and go second to Leicester. Like, that would de- be depressing. Look, I'm 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 a proper gooner, but there is a part of me that would quite like to see Leicester win the league maybe. next season. <laughs> No, this, well, why, well, why, what? Because this is our one chance. Oh, I see what you mean. Is what I'm thinking. I, I mean, I know what you know. What I know what you I mean. I love Arsenal. I love them more than even penises. But I, I, just, <laughs> I, I would just quite like. To, it's the story. It's Leicester. It's Leicester. They've already had their Christmas lunch. It's fine. It's Leicester. It's fine. It's Leicester. I mean, where they were a year ago. <laughs> it's hard for people to concentrate at this point. Yeah, well, I but was, you know what? I was thinking the penises anyway, so oh, I've right, adapted. Okay. Let's just... Sit- I mean, they were, a year ago, 
They were, it looked like they were dead set to go down. I mean, well, that was a point. A yeah, tale. Nigel Pearson sort of resting on the touchline. Yeah. They were bottom last Christmas. They yeah. were bottom of the table last Christmas. And, and now they're and, top. And who won the league last year? <laughs> well, it's not quite the same. Chelsea are 15th currently. And we will talk, of course, more fully about Bring Chelsea. It on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know people are looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, Leicester were bottom last year. And how much credit does Nigel Pearson take, do you think, for this? I mean, he hasn't been offered another job. Um, well, he is, he's got a cage fight against Conor McGregor. <laughs> uh, I think that could go either way, to be honest. Um, but why, why how much he, credit does he get? He sort of performed a miracle back end of last season. Yeah, he did. You know, kept them up and all that sort of stuff. Then he loses his job to Ranieri. And now they're top... I mean, it looks like Ranieri's the greatest managerial appointment of all time, isn't it? Because Gary Lineker said that he... Oh, not, not our ideal appointment. He was a bit sniffy about him. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know, obviously, a big Leicester fan. And now everyone's looking at Ranieri going... Wow, he's... Why he's doesn't he really take over at Bayern Munich? <laughs> what if Vardy leaves? What if Vardy goes or, or Mares goes? Hey, why would you? Why would you? I don't know, maybe £50,000 a week extra? That's a... <laughs> well, yeah. this is the I mean, thing. Just... So, so it's worth... Uh, I mean, this is, for instance, why Swansea got rid of Gary Monk, which I, I think two or three years ago, if they'd been in this position, they probably wouldn't have got rid of Gary Monk. No, but, but with now... With this new money coming into the game from, from this, you know, from televised football... Uh, thank you, being, BT. Being, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> being in the Premiership, yeah. even the bottom, yeah. is staying in the Premiership is worth £120 million pounds per season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, I guess, Gary Monk that's had why, to go, because yeah, of the we'll risk, talk, we'll talk the risk of going down. Of right? course. So, so if everybody's getting £120 million just for being, just for turning up, yeah. then they can afford to pay Vardy the extra money. I can't they can match. He's got, he's got asked for a pay rise. I, also, I think he's earned it yeah, so far. I also year. cannot wait for some of that money to come into comedy. For me to earn 120 million just for turning up. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year and welcome. Welcome to the Football Zone. Here we are again in the BT Sports studio in London's glittering East End. I'm joined this week... I leave pauses when there's meant to be laughs. I'm joined <laughs> this week by two men with contrasting levels of fashion sense. It's Ian Moore and Josh Whittacombe, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Uh, now, last weekend on this very channel, Paul Scholes tore into Manchester United, saying that the players looked bored, the fans looked bored, and even LVG looked bored. In fact, so many pundits were having a go at them, it was starting to get boring. Uh, it's almost like Man United are not concerned about our feelings. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, I think they are dull, aren't no, they? No, they're not. What? No. <laughs> Thank sorry. you, madam. Yes. But, somebody knew. Uh, this season, they've brought me more joy than they have endured throughout <laughs> the nineties. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Every week when I see nil-nil, it's joy. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, it's... I mean, I understand what Josh is saying, of course. Yes. But. You, you know, Manchester United are one of those teams, you want them to attack, don't you? You want them to go swashbuckling forward. Well, no, you want them to lose! Sorry, <laughs> carry on. Yeah, I, I want them to lose in an exciting way. Yes. It's, I don't, it's, it is dull to watch. The thing, I like watching LVG during these things. He's the most interesting thing. Well, he is, because he just sits and he won't celebrate when they score, which I, I always find that really odd anyway. But he, he'll, he'll come out in press conferences and say, well, you know, we need to play with wingers. 
Yeah, that's your job, mate. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, we, we, we need we that. need we need more co cohesiveness. We need to be more creative. You've spent two hundred and fifty million quid. Again, your job, pal. It's true. Is it true that the British Medical Association have issued a warning not to watch Man United while operating heavy machinery? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard that? I mean, should they use tapes of Man United to force confessions out of prisoners in Guantanamo? <laughs> I mean, I think there's a number. Listen, aside from last I'm night, I'm enjoying the man. <laughs> we, we spent quite a lot of time working on it. Oh, I'll try this one. He's reacting with outrage to the news that, along with Theo Pentel and Barbiturates, the BMA have added Manchester United to the prescribed list of anaesthetics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they thought they didn't like that one. I think so you're much. going to get the point. In this round, if we're not I'm careful. I'm thinking I might be giving it to myself. Um, but we, I mean, Newcastle, Manchester United, we, I tuned into that more through hope than expectation. Yeah. You know, and then it turned out to be brilliant. Is this why you have to watch every football game just in case? Well, yeah, it, that's what I've told my girlfriend. And I'm that is to exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Please give a lovely welcome to Ian Moore and Omid Jalili. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one set of fans who may have been better off leaving early or possibly not going at all are the long-suffering fans of Aston Villa. Yes, the villains are generally agreed to be one of the worst teams in Premier League history. How bad are they? I hear you ask. Colo Torre scored against them. That's how bad. <laughs> uh, lads, if you lived next door to them and you were given free tickets and a litter to carry you in... <laughs> I, was, I was just improvising a bit there. A litter? A litter. Yeah, yeah. Four what, big like blokes four carrying kittens? It. Four kittens, yeah, to carry you in. Um, would, you go, would you go and watch Villa at the moment? They are the no. worst, aren't they? No. And it's this thing as well. It's that it doesn't seem to me that clubs who have American owners are particularly happy, are they? Who else has got American owners? Blazers, Man United, Glazers. You've yep. got Sunderland, you've got is it Ellis Short. Yep. Randy Lerner at Villa. Um, you know, it, I just don't... It's not going very well. Uh, Arsenal as well. Thank you, Keith. Arsenal, in oh, fact. I didn't, I, didn't, see, I didn't realise you were owned by Americans. Yeah. Oh, right. Officer Cronkey. Officer Cronkey. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he owns was us Was he in Top Cat? Yeah, he was in Top Cat. Yeah, he was. Um, there was a great tweet, by the way. That's Julian Lescott's car, apparently, which he, he tweeted from his pocket. Is that actually possible to do? I it's think a nice car. We are it? so addicted to Twitter these days that even your buttocks will tweet and attach a photograph. <laughs> but it's a bit of a smack in the face for the poor fans. You know, these fans who've just watched Villa lose 6-0 at home, Julian Lescott, by way of apologising, tweets a £120,000 car. Well, I mean, that's not really been... It's not you know, very clever, is it? It's not... Contrite. Especially, especially, I mean, especially Colatori scored, I think, when the corner came over. He didn't even jump. He I didn't think he jump. He can't. He can't jump, actually. He can't actually jump. Actually, he physically can't. He had his phone in his pocket. He couldn't shake it around. I think it's difficult. Because it, Villa, when I was growing... I mean, Villa won the European Cup. Villa won the European Cup in 81 or something. You know, they, the, Randy Lerner's been trying to sell for a long time. So yes. What you need is a is, is the Villa fan who's who's got a lot of money and a bit of celebrity status. Prince William. Prince oh. William to buy. Can Put a royal? Where your mouth is. Can they do that though? Uh, can they can they do that? No. David Cameron's the other one, of course. Who could? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how would it? How up would the it hammers? The <laughs> yeah, other hammers. He doesn't know which Claret and Blue TV likes. But how would it be for the Prime Minister to own Aston Villa? That'd be a bit odd, wouldn't it? He well, could sort of slant things in their favour. I, th I don't think they'd be doing any better, would they? No, I don't think they would. <laughs> it's Sean Walsh and Charlie Baker, everyone! Yeah. 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 British managers are having mixed fortunes in the Premier League this season. Sam Allardyce and Alex Neal are battling to stay in, while Mark Hughes-Stoke are playing great football and are in with the chance of the Europa League. Mm. <laughs> Sean, can Dortmund do it on a wet Thursday night in Stoke? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm furious about... Um, what? Hughes. 
Why? Do well. Because he, he was at uh, QPR. Yeah, he was and actually good for you. Yeah, and he didn't win. The, the season he was sacked, he didn't win a game. That's, yeah, but QPR... Didn't win a game? Yeah, but the players... He didn't win a game that season after, like, 20 games, something like that. And Fernandes said, well, look, you're, you're going to go. It's a bit awkward. You literally, <laughs> literally haven't won for the, 20 games. I love it. The elephant in the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't won a single yeah, game. I mean, so he had to go, and then he, he somehow yeah, he gets was another Premier League job. He got Man City, didn't he? Or was that after? No, 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 that was saying, Man City, Fulham, QPR. Did horrendous at QPR. Somehow managed to keep uh, to get another Premier League. And he's doing very, very well. well. He's doing well. What's going on? And, and he's you, a safe you... pair of hands, isn't he? He's, That's he's, what the, say. he's the proverbial safe pair of hands. But you know, we have got Man United fans in the room. Would you like Mark Hughes as the manager? I mean, he's a good manager. Oh. 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 Do you know what? I thought that was a good Sparky. idea. But apparently I thought not. that was a good idea. He <laughs> wouldn't be. Not want he wouldn't be intimidated, would he, by the surroundings? He's got great thighs. Great thighs. I was going to say he's got good thighs. He's got great thighs. What's happening here? I don't get this. <laughs> they don't get this on football focus. <laughs> Keith, he's, he's, Keith, you've got some things to say about British Keith, managers. show us your thighs. Come on. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Actually, I've got very bandy legs. I was told I could never stop a pig in a passage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Does that ever occur? You open up a door and a Keith. pig comes running through? I don't know. Anyway. Back to the show. Oh, no. <laughs> he started. We're live on BT Sports. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, look, you've got Allardyce, you've got Pardew, you've got Pulis. I mean, they can all send you to sleep, can't they? Oh. They moan, don't they, about, oh, British managers don't get a chance. Yes, because you're boring, mate. Absolutely boring. We're paying top dollar, and you watch their team players, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in the room, yeah, it's like, oh, West Brom, bang! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do take your point. Tony Pulis is, is pretty dull. He is the loudest manager in the Premier League. I was watching West Brom last week. All I could hear on the telly was, Sido! Sido! <laughs> Sido! Sido. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole time, it was a bit like that, that Fenton when that dog ran away. <laughs> Sido's uh, ran uh, off uh, chasing uh, deer. Uh, <laughs> that's Louis Van Gaal's management style there. Sido! Sido! Yes. Just side. Yes. Sideways. Sam Allardyce. <laughs> no, they got it. They yeah, just I know, didn't... I just didn't think it was that far. After the... Uh, after the... Uh, after the... Uh, after the Go Dutch joke... You peaked joke. on mugs, mate. You peaked on mugs. <laughs> after the Go Dutch joke, I thought I had to explain my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Allardyce has yes. said that if he was, um, if he was called Samuel Allardyce, yeah. he's, uh, you know, he'd <laughs> get more respect. People look at me and go, that name doesn't suit you. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, he's a fat northern fella, isn't he? He's a fat... He made that name up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but he looks like... If he was wearing a frilly shirt, he'd look like a club comic from the 70s, wouldn't he? I like him. <laughs> I'd give him a bigger job. You'd give Sam Allardyce a bigger job than Sam. Newcastle? They have Newcastle moaning about their manager. They've had Pardew, they've had Allardyce. Got rid of both of them. Both are doing their best yeah. to keep teams in I the think... Premiership on smaller budgets. Yeah. I think that's a very fair point. Uh, not funny, but a fair point. Oh. And, uh... <laughs> Do you know what? I'm giving the points to Charlie yeah. Baker, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. We are broadcasting live from BT Sports Stratford, right next to the stadium where next year West Ham will fail to win a home game for the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm joined by two behemoths of broadcasting. It's Ian Moore and Alistair McGowan, ladies and gentlemen. Behemoths. Yes. Uh, last Wednesday, I decided to brave the short trip to White Hart Lane to watch Arsenal take on Spurs. Now, as a vaguely recognisable Arsenal fans, I was subjected to some abuse as I walked down Tottenham High Road. 
And in an attempt to disguise myself, I decided to remove my glasses, which was fine, except I couldn't see. <laughs> Honestly, I just kept bumping into thugs. Uh, <laughs> have you been to Spurs? Have you ever been to Spurs away? Uh, what, to see Arsenal? Or no, not to see Arsenal, just generally. To the game, yeah, I've seen Spurs. Because it's, it's quite Tottenham High Road. It, it's, I think they need a Waitrose, that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think a Waitrose would do it, don't you think? Yeah, Boris Johnson has said he's going to completely, you know, revitalise the whole area. So, you know, the new, the new, you know, come on, let's be absolutely clear about this. The new Tottenham Hotspur ground, you know, going to revitalise the whole area. So you will get that Waitrose. That is a promise. That is a promise. I don't, well, that's that, great. I think it would really, I think it would That work. is such an Arsenal fan suggestion. No, isn't not it? at all. They need is a waitress. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is, you, if they're there and they think, I want to have a punch up, and they go, oh, look, Chiabatas for four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rocket and crayfish, I must have that. I, I went in the worst public toilet I've ever been in in my life. And I, I was going to say I've been in a lot of bad public toilets, but this sounds <laughs> terrible. But it was just appalling. I think it does need a little bit of gentrification. Is it just about the food outlets down there? No. Essentially, right. at the moment, it's a selection of kebabs. <laughs> Which kebab do you want? You need a cereal bar. That's what you're saying. You need a, you need you need a, cereal, a, a cereal bar with Frosties for £4.40 a bowl. Yes. That's what you need. Well, I think that would cause more violence, frankly. But you got the big, um, you got the big derby at the weekend, Liverpool-Everton, of course. Yes, of course. Big one. Alan Shearer was talking about Liverpool the other day. He said, uh, Liverpool worry me because uh, I just don't see any talent there. I don't think they've got the talent. <laughs> and you look back over the years, they've got players like Hansen, Lawrenson, Thompson, you know, McManaman, uh, Gerrard... Uh, uh, Owen, you know, and I don't see any of the current Liverpool squad going on to do punditry at that level. I really, really <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh, so, news from Ghana. Uh, Kwesi Niantaki, president of Ghanaian FA... <laughs> I didn't make that up, it's true. He wants more sexy women at the game to improve attendances, which, let's face it, is flawless logic. Because if they can attract 36,000 sexy women to every game, that would significantly improve their average gates. Uh, here's what he said. He actually said this. Me, I've said this over and over again. We must let sexy ladies enter our stadia and the men will readily follow them into the stadium to watch the games. Because that's what we like, blokes. <laughs> we're a bit like, you know... Is he you know a friend of Seth Blatter's? Because I think that was his yeah, thing about women's yeah, football, wasn't it? Well, it's right. a bit like the dog in, uh, in, in Tom and Jerry, you know, when they wave a bit of meat. Yes. And essentially, we're the same with women, apparently. I'll tell you what, it takes a special kind of idiot to go to a football match and say, I'll tell you what this needs to do. It needs to appeal to men a bit more. Well, I in the beholder. And I've got to be careful because the wife's in, but in the past, I've favoured a woman of a more ample... Uh, size, you know, for instance. I think you're going so down the whole right. wrong okay. line. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is... Are you saying... I think my high moral ground... Can I introduce the new chair of the Ghanaian FA? <laughs> 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 I'm oh, happy to take that role on, what a, what a beautiful thought. What does he expect these Alan. sexy women to do, then? What, uh, do, Sorry? What is he expecting these sexy women to just walk in and then the men will follow like rats and the Pied Piper, and then, what, they'll leave out the tunnel at half-time? I don't know what you meant by but, but uh, <laughs> didn't you, didn't you used to have really? uh, cheerleaders at Fulham? But didn't, didn't they? Were they poached? Long, weren't so they in, poached in the, by West Ham? Or in, the, in, the, in the very, in the very bleak. Poached. Yeah, they they were transferred from Fulham to West Ham on yeah. deadline. Yeah, four point yeah. seven million. Yeah, got, would have come we... to Arsenal, but they were too expensive. For <laughs> <us>. <laughs> okay. And now, whilst all around are losing their heads. One voice of sanity still prevails. <laughs> but we couldn't get him. <laughs> so we got Keith Dover, man of the people! Oh, OK. Yay. OK. OK. What have you got for us, Keith? Well, congratulations to Leicester City. 
not just because it's a great underdog story, and let's face it, we all love an old dog in this country, but because <laughs> Leicester City... <laughs> what a lovely start to this piece, Keith. <laughs> Thanks very much. But because Leicester City have given a big boot up the backside, not just to the top four, but to every premiership club in this country. Because all, there's no hiding place now for all the mediocre managers and club owners who've come up with a <laughs> usual old excuse every season. We'll be happy just to make 40 points. Well, if it's just about survival, why don't you hire Bear Grillis, OK? Because with all this money <laughs> pouring in, OK, is getting mid-table really your ambition? I mean, really? I mean, fans now will be demanded. If Leicester City can win the Premiership, why can't we, OK? Because Leicester being champions is the best thing for every Everton, Stoke, Chelsea fan in this country. Yes, please. You know what I'm going to say? Because it, it gives hope. It gives hope to all the mid-table teams, right? And listen, all the, you know, and you know all the same old boring faces, right? You know who they are. They know who they are, right? Keith. If they can't cut it anymore, then it's Hasta La Vista, baby. Bon voyage. Elvis has left the building. Pick a window, mate, and go through it. Your days are over, right? <laughs> OK? Because there's a new breed of manager that's going to come through. Someone who actually might want to win a premiership, win a couple of cups, and who knows, the knock-on effect might even help the England team. Whoa. But that's going overboard, and that would really be a fairy story, wouldn't it? Yeah, and let's true. make Ranieri yeah. Sir Ranieri, OK? Give him a knighthood. Quick. Right, Keith. Very nice. Right. Honestly, Keith, if... If only you had control of the New Year's Honours list. <laughs> One day, mate. One day. It'll yeah. happen. I know. I mean, I think what Keith says is a fair point, though. I mean, up to this yes. point, Tony Pulis and managers like that were saying 40 points and then we're happy. Yeah, well, now, that's the thing. You know, you ask a manager at the beginning of the season, so, some of them are saying, well, you know, what are you aiming for? Well, the 40 points thing, that's just above failure. That's starting to see, go, what are you aiming for? Just above failure will do. That's not good enough. Yeah. No, well, it doesn't seem to be anymore, does it? It's what my wife says to me very often. <laughs> <laughs> just above, just above failure. failure. How was that? Just above failure. Um... Yeah, no, but I think, I think Keith makes a point. You know, Leicester and Tottenham are the top two in the Premier League yeah. at the moment. Uh, uh, Spurs, obviously, they're a decent team and what have you, but Leicester... It's, it's it, always it, that thing we can't compete, in it. We can't compete with the might of, of these. We can't compete with the spending power. You don't need to compete. Get a good team that plays for each Get other. Get a good team. A good team. If only we good thought team of that. Plays you know for each other. <laughs> Play the same team. They played 22 players all season. Yeah, but they didn't have any other football That's why they've won, then. Yeah, they 22 players on the <laughs> Yeah, then we thought that Kante was everywhere. It was just a lot I think of playing 4 4 2, playing 4 4 2 as well. Yeah, but it's all very well you saying all this, saying, yeah. well, he had 4 4 2 and Mares yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. But who, Mares couldn't get a game in the French third division. Yeah. Kante, no one noticed. I mean, talk about under the radar, he's 4 yeah. foot 10, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> Vardy was playing non league, he was working in a factory four yeah. years ago. If Arsenal or Man United had bought him, everyone would go, what are you buying him for? It's because um, they dug King Richard up, isn't it? From the, uh, That's what and, they're saying. And they, they play what? in the King what? Power Stadium. There's magic. There's what? magic in Leicester. <laughs> What's There's Richard III got to do with it? He's, he's come alive since, in, in Leicester. No, he hasn't. Since they dug him up, since yeah. they, they've been very, very good. Very, right. very good. You know, okay. And where have they buried him? They won they... the snooker. They buried him uh, in the centre circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I made that up. Uh, King Power Stadium. So now that uh, Leicester have won the title and upset the odds... Hollywood has come calling. Mm. <laughs> and the man who wrote the screenplay for Goal and Goal 2, <laughs> do you see any uh. of those two? <laughs> and those films, has offered his considerable talents to bring the Vardy story to the big screen. 
Uh, Charlie, you can play the lead. Uh, I don't know if you've seen EastEnders. Um, <laughs> I was thinking um, June Brown, who plays Doc Cotton. <laughs> it's not a bad call. She'd be very, I think she'd be very good. She'd still get up and down. <laughs> I don't mean that. Uh, you've, got, uh, you've got a Mares, a bit of Mares about Are you with a beard. Give him a bit of Mares, I think you yeah. can do a bit of Mares. We've had various... What, um, just because he's got a beard? Essentially that. That's just the beard. How about, how about that bloke from Iran, Ahmadinejad? He's got a beard as well. <laughs> oh, Medina Jad and I. Okay. Um, um, uh, Vinnie Jones apparently has been yeah. approached to play Nigel Pearson. Oh, yeah. Like, right. Because okay. it's not a stretch to be slightly violent no. and dangerous. Uh, well, Nigel Pearson could play Nigel Pearson. No, he's not doing anything else at the yeah. moment, is he? Well, <laughs> they've invited him on the open bus tour to drive the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know, this is a true story. They said that actually Louis Tomlinson. Uh, it was One Direction. I didn't notice. Uh, right? Louis yeah. Tomlinson is going to play Jamie Vardy. But I thought, I thought it was Louis Spence. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm thinking, that's a... <laughs> I swear, I thought, that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? <laughs> I can't see that working. And what about Idris Elba? Are we, uh, is the world Elba. ready for a black Vardy? Where's Morgan, isn't it? Where's, where's no, Morgan? No, no, it's, no, it's uh, Who's going to play Ranieri? Because that's, that's the main figure, isn't it? That's, that's, that's going to be the main story. I think, I think you saw Ranieri. my audition earlier on, Ian. It, it was appalling, oh, Charles. Um, <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> about Sue Pollard? Oh, it'd be nice. Sly Stallone as Ranieri. Sly Stallone? Who? Worth! Worth! Robert Hooth! Is he back to Richard III? I think he is. <laughs> it's time for a quiz. This is Who Said That? I'm going to show you some pictures of some great thinkers and give you some quotes, and you have to match the quotes to the thinker. Let's have a look at the thinkers. They're down here on the screen. There they are. Bill Shankly, George Orwell, <laughs> Eric Cantona, Jean-Paul Sartre, <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Reno and Keith Dover. <laughs> of course. I know. Uh, first quote. Uh, right. This is the first quote. In a football match, everything is complicated by the presence of the other team. Which one of our thinkers said that? <laughs> Do we have any thoughts as to who it might be? Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. It's a good guess, but wrong. I'll go for Shankly. You'll go for Shankly. It's wrong as well. It was actually uh, Jean-Paul Sartre. Oh. Yes, uh, Jean-Paul Sartre. Although right now that doesn't apply if you're playing against Sunderland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it Jean-Paul Sartre or Jean-Paul Sartre? Uh, it depends whereabouts in France you're from and what accent you want to give it. <laughs> that was way more complicated than I was expecting. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. No points. No points for that round. Second quote: If you're not sure what to do with a ball, just pop it in the net, and we'll discuss the options afterwards. That's a great <laughs> quote. Do we know who that is? That's got to be Bill Shankly. It is Bill Shankly. That's very, very good. That is Bill Shankly. Uh, after Bill Shankly was sacked, he took to hanging round the Liverpool training ground, not doing much, and sort of getting in the way. So a bit like Brendan Rodgers now, really. <laughs> <laughs> Point for that one to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Third quote. I like this one. Uh, he said this, I'm told that the match in Glasgow was a free-for-all. Those bloody Scotchmen again, eh? What are they like, mate? <laughs> Keith Dover said that. Keith Dover. Not Keith no, Dover, no. no. I'm having a mare I'm having a mare I think that's George Orwell. It is George Orwell. Because, How do you... Because of the word Scotchman as opposed to Scotsman, it's an older way of saying it. So that, it, that puts see. Orwell yes. in that bracket. That's true. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? Welcome like to that. University Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Moore is right. Uh, George Orwell famously wrote in 1984 a novel about a dystopian future which was bleak, authoritarian and joyless. So a bit like Stanford Bridge at the moment. <laughs> 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 uh, the point goes to Ian Moore there. 
Last quote for you. You can clap if you want. Why not? You can clap that one. Uh, yeah. Last quote. Uh, oh, you'll like this one. Do you know what would make football interesting? Multi-ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is, of course, Jose Mourinho. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. It was Keith Dover, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, one, of your, one of your... Uh, do you know what? That's, again, he started off saying, multi-ball, we need more, more than one ball. And we started off going, no, Keith, you're mad. And then we went, actually, that'd be quite entertaining, wouldn't it? <laughs> I quite like the idea. Yeah. You told me that Wayne Rooney has been writing love poetry. Yeah. Yeah. To you, which is a surprise. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it came out this You're week. You're old a, enough. There's a, there's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> there's a documentary out next there. week. Oh, we know what he means. Believe it. <laughs> that no one's got hold of these poems, but I have managed to get hold of one of these poems. I could, I could read it for you if you like now. Yeah, okay. Yes, Wayne Rooney's yes, yes, one of Wayne actual poems. Here we go. This is, this is Wayne Rooney's poem. Oh, Colleen, my Colleen, they all thought you were a loony to want to become Mrs. Wayne Rooney. I know I don't look a little I look a bit like George Clooney. You could even say I'm a little baboony. <laughs> but you helped me grow up and stop wanting to moony. You made me weak need, one might even say swoony. Now I love nothing more than us getting spoony. <laughs> Except playing football obs, which will always be my first love, really, Saz. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.